Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Where are you? I'm just here in the studio by myself. I rocked up today. You're not here. Yes. And then you call me and you're, a, I don't know. Is everything okay? Are you going to survive? Yeah, I'm fine. I've, just, I've been surviving. I've been feeding your dogs, which is a whole other story altogether. Now that's been really good. But you're, you're just, you know, obviously you're in some sort of hotel room. Look, I mean, we, we need to address something off the top. Oh, yes, one, I'm not in the studio with you. Fine, that's number one. But number two... I didn't hear what intro song we just played. What did we just play? Because we said I was going to change. Yeah, it wasn't Southern River, man. Um, you know what? You said, give me a week. I'll do it easy. No no problems. I messaged you today. Hey, Will, by the way, what song are you picking? You know, it's big new song, your big new initiative, your big thing that you want to do for Backchat. Um, donuts. Didn't get anything from you. So I said, screw it. We're going with what, what works, what the people want. I saw a couple of comments on YouTube saying, don't change a song. People have been doing a... <laughs> One of those things where you sign up online for a petition, petition.org thing, don't change the song. So right. I was trending for a while. You're setting, no, up, you've, you're setting up your burner accounts again, eh? <laughs> so no, you haven't um, done anything about the song, so we're staying with it. So until you do anything, um, we're going to keep with uh, keep with the OG. Okay, sounds good. Now I'm uh, I'm in Mandra. I'm in, uh, it's my, it's my uh, what is it? I don't know what it is. It's my my love area. I just really love this area. It's very much like Geelong to Melbourne. So I'm down in Mandra. Uh, I did we did do an episode a long time ago from a very similar venue, Seashells Mandra. I've been staying at Smith's mm-hmm. Beach Resort, but now I'm in Mandra. So um, I've just been I've just been all back chat. Certainly no holidays or beach or flooding what anyone else's Instagram with reels of us on holidays at the beach. <laughs> yeah. It's been a bit. I've been seeing them. Yeah, it's full on. Yeah, you've become this influencer. It's a bit yuck, to be honest. Yeah, I apologise uh, for everyone. Uh, I apologise <laughs> for myself in advance for any further uh, influencer-type uh, areas as well. You are on Backchat. That's right, Dan Cox, Will Schofield. You know where to follow us, Backchat double underscore. There's been a bit of movement in the back- Backchat land this week. We're going to get into that pretty close and pretty soon. Backchatpodcast.com.au for all of your stuff, everything yep. you need patrons you know where to go we've i think we've delivered a bit of extra stuff for the patrons this week dan 
we have. If if you were a patron and then you cancel because you're like, nah, it's not worth it. I'm just saying it might be worth you coming back. Coming back home, yeah. there's a bit of extra stuff. We've been releasing things specially early. You get little bonus sneak peeks of things. We've been chatting for extra um, afterwards, uh, after episodes and releasing that only to patrons. So it's very good. I stopped off I down might, at, I might sign up myself. I stopped off down at Shelter Brewing um, down at Bustleton while we've been down mm-hmm. here. Guys looked after us. They gave us... Uh, a little bit of beer, but that may or may not be gone and may not be making it back to Backchat Studios. So they are looking after us and they look after our patrons as well. Some discount mm-hmm. codes across Shelter, Whippersnapper, uh, Margaret River Roasting, Co. Blue Bet, Dean Bradley Real Estate. We've got some new announcements there in that area too with some of the charitable work that we're doing. And of course, leadable cameras where we get all of our stuff. It allows us to do uh, podcasts from Mandra, I suppose. That's what leadable cameras does. That's right. They connect people from around the world. I think that's one of their slogans. No, it's not, but it could <laughs> yeah. be. All right. If we're talking about slogans, uh, what what is this company? Straight off the top, let's get into the yep. Golden Arches. What's their What's their slogan? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Like? Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I don't know if I'm loving it, McDonald's, because well, clearly <laughs> you're still making the fillet of fish. Um, yep. I want to change the slogan to I don't know if I'm loving it because they've, they're rolling out Monopoly again. It feels like Monopoly just rolls on 12 months a year now. Yep. Have you ever met anyone? This is a question I want to pose to our listeners. Have you ever met anyone who has won a major prize in McDonald's Monopoly? I've, I reckon I've, I've won a small fries, maybe a small frozen Coke. That's I don't know anyone who hasn't won more than food. Put it that way. And uh, the the small prizes after food are like what a, a Bose speaker or something. I don't know. Well, there's like oh, you can win a car, you can win yep. hotel like stays, you can win houses. I think, but there's like one available. So I just there's yep. lots of things I want answers to. One, do they even include Monopoly tickets on Philado Fishers, or are they that poorly selling that they don't even do, do they? You would know. Do, do they include? Yes, them? they do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a staple of McDonald's. They wouldn't change it. Um, I, I've i heard a rumour that they do put the good prizes on the Philado Fish boxes. So uh, maybe it is worth going out there and buying a few. Yeah, that would be the only way to fucking sell those absolute <laughs> putrid pieces of rubber they put between two pieces of bread and inverted steamed, commas. Steamed bread. No, yep. disgusting. Uh, I want to know if anyone knows anyone that's won a major prize and a bit of proof mm. to go along. Can you hit us up on backchat double underscore? I'm just very interested and intrigued. I know that's a weird way to start this show, but... That's all right. Been discussing back radio. Oh yeah, yeah, I've been discussing it at length, and it just kind of, it's kind of yep. been bugging me. And I feel like we've got the audience now that we may know someone that knows someone that knows someone's dog's owner that you know was an uncle of someone, yes. maybe knew that someone had won something. Um, a, cu- a couple of things with that, hmm. like often when I do get McDonald's and I get the Monopoly stickers, I start to peel it back, and as soon as I see a bit of color, like it's a you know the strand or whatever, like it's it, I just chuck it. Like I don't, I don't keep it. I'm only looking for yeah. free instant wins. So you're throwing, right? you could be throwing cars out. That's that. Exactly. What, that's what, you're that's what I reckon. I'm sure there's in the tip. Like if you were somehow to rummage through and find all the Monopoly McDonald's tickets, I'm sure there'd be some winners in there. Didn't you say there's a documentary about this? There is McMillions. So it's like a, um, it's a HBO documentary. It's very good. It goes back to like the, um, like the original days in the nineties, I think where they started this competition and some ex rogue police officer was involved with the mob and he was like getting, um, the secret tickets and like selling them off and, um, 
Yeah, it's very good. McMillions. If if you're interested in it, it's very good, and it explains how like basically this one this one guy was responsible for about twenty four million dollars of prize money being given out to people um, because he had all the one off tickets. You started a basketball podcast, did you not last week? Did did, that, did I see yes. that happen? What what's going we on? We did the Backchat Basketball Show. Uh, um, it's live. Creative. It's up. Um, <laughs> very creative. We look when when people start podcasts, especially sport. You always try to think, like, what's some clever thing I can call it? Like, with AFL, right, maybe it's, like, the 50-metre penalty or something. Like, I don't know. You, you're calling them, like, these <laughs> – that's, that's a bad name. <laughs> but, like, the, the, the bounce or, like, I don't know, some, some dodgy thing that's, like, a, trying to cl- be a clever way of talking about a sport. But I thought, let's just keep it simple. What is it? It's a basketball show. It's from Backchat. So it's the Backchat basketball show. We had our first episode. It was very good. Um, it's on its own feed. I can't stress that enough. It's on its own Spotify feed. So if you're a Backchat listener and you're like, oh, why didn't I see that? It's because it's it's on its own feed. Now, I will say episode one did get put on the Backchat feed just as a little taster. <laughs> so I'm back, back on everything I just you're said. You're a bullshit artist. But... But it will be. It does live on its own feed. So go find it, subscribe to it. Uh, myself uh, hosts it alongside Ben Malice. Um, he's a basketball writer and just a, a mate of mine who I did meet on a blind date. Actually, it was a, a platonic uh, blind date after we we fought, started following each other on Twitter. Um, and also Sorry. Greg Hire. No, um, <laughs> no, no. You may not continue. You may not. You uh, met on a blind date. Yeah. So we were following each other on Twitter. And I was like, oh, this guy's cool. I, I sent him a DM and I was like, hey, mate, would you like to catch up for a beer? And he's like, cool. So, I mean, it's sort of a blind date, but sort of not. And we, so we met at the garden one day um, after not knowing each other at all. Oh, my um, God. And we had a beer. You're, and, uh, you're, you're lucky to be alive. You realise that. You can't go <laughs> meeting people off Twitter that you just happen to be following each other. You don't know who you're walking into there. Well, right. what actually happened was, so we, we had a beer on the Friday and then the Saturday I went back to the garden and he was there again. We didn't plan for that. <laughs> Um, so we hung out twice in two days. We become very good friends. And so now we host a podcast together alongside Greg Heyer, a former uh, Perth Wildcats. He's a four-time legit champion. He's probably the guy that I would um, sort of equate you to most in your sports. Like um, solid role player. Charismatic. <laughs> um, and like he's never been the best on the team, but he just he's like, he hustles, he's, he plays hard. And in 2018, I think, I saw him single-handedly um, turn a basketball game around in the finals for the Wildcats to win the, the grand final against, the, against Melbourne United. Yeah, he came in, took charges. I think he got a couple of lay-ins and stopped this run. It was crazy. So Greg Hyatt is also a host on the podcast. So again, uh, it comes up on YouTube, uh, Backchat YouTube, but you have to search for it, the Backchat Basketball Show on Spotify, Apple, all of that. And we'll right, up there. That's enough plugging for mine. Um, <sighs> so, so footy season is finishing. And that, I mean, that's what we are trying to do. So we'll continue to plug. Uh, we're trying to provide <laughs> content for, I think, yep. I, I think it, it, there's no use beating around the bush here. We're trying to provide content for footy fans, which a lot, we know a lot of our audience are footy fans when the footy's <laughs> not on. Trade period's about to finish. We're about to go into, there'll be a draft, there'll be a national draft. But in all honesty, we don't know these kids. They, like, Nobody knows what, them. Yep. What, they've, what they've turned that into is a joke because you're effectively like turning this huge, a scale event for these 17-year-olds that no one knows. Anyway, footy will yep. quiet down for the summer. So we're creating content that people will want to enjoy. Backchat will be still here. We're absolutely dominating things here on Backchat. But there's just going to be another couple of little extra things. I mean, uh, on the back of the basketball stuff, did you see Draymond mm. Green punching a teammate in the face? I certainly did. Yeah. It came across yep. Twitter for mine. And I, I said, oh, you know, Draymond Green's punched a teammate. 
thought we'd thought we'd get one of those little little slaps across the face yeah. or little open hander. He has dead set. Uh, it, 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 it looks like there's you know it's hard. There's no audio, but it looks like they're having a few words. Draymond Green doesn't like what he's heard. He comes up in the grill of uh, whoever this Jordan guy Poole. hits. Right, Jordan, Jordan Poole. Poole. I don't know who that is, but uh, mm-hmm. that's why I'm not hosting the back chat basketball show. They come <laughs> right at each other. Um, yep. Jordan Poole looks like he stands up for himself. He's like, get out of my face, pushes him away. Yep. And from that moment, Draymond Green seems to have a fire lit with him in him. He runs at about full pace, five steps, and throws that absolute haymaker and knocks Jordan Poole yep. out. I've, I've heard it called uh, described as a Superman punch, which is very accurate because he does like he launches towards him one handed, and like it's a it's a full on punch. Um, I've heard it also called as a sucker punch, and people have debated whether or not um, Jordan was ready for it, but. It's brutal. And the funny thing about that is that when that was first reported about a week ago, um, there was this thing like, you know, Warriors teammates uh, in a scuffle at training. Um, uh, Draymond Green struck Jordan Poole. And so people were like, oh, you know, that's, you know, teammates going at each other, no big deal. And then the video got released. And this is the best part it's a video um, of a TV screen. So someone's filmed it on their phone, mm. they filmed a TV screen of their practice and released it to TMZ. Now, I don't know how much money this Warriors employee got from TMZ to give them that video, but that has single-handedly almost brought Draymond Green down. So he stepped away from the team. He's taken some time off. Wow. Um, because, like, at first it was like, oh, yeah, he struck a teammate. They've sorted out. He's apologised. It's fine. And now the video has come out, and people are like, no, that's not just a striking. That's that's, that's a assault. full-on punch. That's has that ever happened for you? That's assault. Has that ever happened to you? Um, well, not to you, but have you ever seen that happen at, at – uh, footy training. Oh, um, yeah. I, well, I think it is a sucker punch. You, you don't expect to get punched at footy training. Like it's a physical, physical game, and you certainly wouldn't get uh, expect to get punched in a basketball training session. But I've seen like players come to blows. Shannon Hearn and Martin Nikoski got into a fight one day, and uh, uh, who won? I'm just trying to think. One of them walked away with a blood nose. I'm pretty sure it was Martin Nikoski. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't want to fight Shannon Hurd. No, Shannon Hurd doesn't take any shit, but he's not a fighter either. So, uh, Nikoski, uh, you know, a really fiery, uh, fiery player. And it was just a scuffle that turned into a couple of fisticuffs, but it was more jumper punches, that sort of stuff. And you see that a lot in footy because it is a physical, it's a more physical game than basketball. But actually punching someone, don't know if, especially in the head, like I've probably thrown some little rib ticklers around at training and I've probably copped a few rib ticklers. And that's kind of part and parcel. But when you punch someone in the face and you knock them out, I think that probably is assault. So the fact yep. that um, Big Draymond's you know, copying the heat, I actually wasn't following along. This. I was going to ask what had happened to him. So it sounds like he's sort of going in the bin. But if we keep it you know, going down footy lane, because I don't I don't want it to feel like we're, not, we're going away from footy. Um, there's been no. some stuff happening in footy land. It is trade period mm. at the moment. Luke Jackson is a docker. That is absolutely is. right. It's a fish. I reckon it's a bloody. I reckon it's almost a steal for for the Dockers. It, it was sounding like really? they were going to. Ha- well, it was sounding like they were going to produce have to produce a couple of top tens. They end up having to give uh, pick thirteen, which was their first pick this year, uh, a future first rounder. If they continue on the way they did this year, that won't be inside the top ten, and yep. a future second rounder, which it's not irrelevant, but really it's about the first two rounders here. I reckon yep. that's a steal. Two picks outside the top ten for Luke Jackson. I reckon they've done bloody well out of it, to be honest. 
I um so you you're not you haven't been here for the Shelter Footy cast that we released today. Um, Hamish Brayshaw actually stepped in for you, who did a stellar job. He was uh, you know he's very good, and he'll we'll come have a back job again. Left. You're hosting podcasts. Hammer's hosting. <laughs> yeah. okay. you can just stay up in Mandra, mate. Um, <laughs> and so Hammer said that um, he he sort of thought that maybe. Maybe it was a bit overs for Luke Jackson. Now, I don't think at the time he knew what picks were given, but he just thought the general hype around him was probably a bit overstated and said he's maybe not too big and tall for a starting um, Ruckman position. And uh, But he did say that perhaps he could become a bit like what Dean Cox did as that fourth midfielder and said that that could be how he really um, you yeah. know, does good does things in the Fremantle midfield. So I'm very just interested to see what happens, how he works with Sean Darcy, I guess. Yeah, like Dan Cox became a fourth midfielder, but he was a very good ruckman. Like, um, mm. I don't know if Luke Jackson is that. Can he become that? Yes. There's been yeah, people throwing around, oh, he can go and play on a wing. I don't think he can go and play on a wing for Fremantle. Their, ring, their wing structure and the way they play, their wingmen act as a seventh defender, and it's a really unrewarded running pattern that – they allows their their six man defence to press up the ground, and the seventh winger kind of comes in behind them to take the one out the back. And I don't I don't see Luke Jackson doing that. Um, well, you don't give up a, future, a first round pick and a no, second you no, know, for no. for that player, I guess. Yeah, correct. But but the other thing is, I was sort of looking at it, and I, I think he would have been much more suited to West Coast in terms of a good fitting spot. Like with Frio, he's going to go in behind Sean Darcy, who's a very good ruckman in his own right. And, and Sean Darcy's the sort of ruckman that plays like 90% of game time, gets better as the game gets on. He sort of starts grinding away his opposition. And he's that sort of guy. It's He's not really like a one-two punch kind of guy. Like Max Gorn, Luke Jackson were a bit in 2020. I don't see that kind of working as well at Fremantle, especially with Fremantle's um, forward line. Like if Luke Jackson's spending more time forward, he probably spends more time on the best defender than maybe he would like because if Rory Lobb walks out the door, he suddenly becomes probably their best forward um, with Tabitha and Josh Tracy, the only other keys down there with Griffin Logue out the door. I just don't know if it's a great landing spot for him. Whereas West Coast, adversely, Nick Natanui signs a new two-year deal this year. So he's going to be doing what he's been doing, which is sort of 60% game time. He needs a second guy, which would have been yep. Luke Jackson. Uh, and then Luke Jackson would have been playing in a forward line with better players than him, with Oscar That's Allen, right. with Jack Darling. Yep. So he gets the third defender. He starts wreaking havoc, floating across packs. And I was also thinking about Josh Kennedy, Jack Redden, Brad Shepard, you've got to include as well, all off the books. West Coast probably had the cap space too. So it doesn't matter now. It's all done and dusted. But I was thinking maybe yep. West Coast would have been a better you know, landing spot for him. But he ends up at Freo. I, I think that in terms of their premiership window, uh, it was just starting to creep open last year. They're right in it now, and he'll help them win a premiership. Like, there's no yeah. doubt about it. You can't say For that sure. he's a bad player. He's not gonna. He's got potential. He's got huge potential, and he'll be a good player for them. It's just where they're going to play him. I've got a hypothetical to throw at you, and and you know it's trade week, and it's we're full of hypotheticals in, in at this time. If West well, Coast, we're not. Did, no, that's right. If West Coast um, didn't trade for Tim Kelly, right? Let's yeah. just say they still end up with the same result um, in terms of trade. Uh, sorry, draft picks. If West Coast didn't do that Tim Kelly uh, trade, do you think they would have pulled the trigger on the Luke Jackson trade? 
Because do you think maybe they're like learning from like, no, nah, we did that last time. It maybe didn't work out as, as well as we thought. Let's stick to what we've got with the draft. Well, they're clearly positioning themselves to not repeat history and giving away uh, five, five first rounders for one yep. player. Um, I'm over-exaggerating, of course, but yes. they've got picked two in this year's draft. And um, probably while this, when this goes to air, it's probably done. The, the deal that's been spoken about between a mega deal between Port Adelaide, North Melbourne, GWS and West Coast involves West Coast pick two. And instead of West Coast using that pick two to go and get a player, they're actually going even harder on the draft. They're going to split that pick two into two picks. Uh, pick, oh, I've got this on a picture um, that I'm just pulling up right now. Pick eight and 12. Eight. Yep. Yep. yep, pick eight and 12. Um, it means Rioli will get to uh, Port Adelaide. It means Horn Francis will get Port Adelaide. GWS will get pick one from North Melbourne. West Coast pick eight and 12 and maybe some future seconds and thirds. North Melbourne will get pick two and three and a future first. And then there's a whole bunch of other pick swaps happening on the back of it all. So West Coast yeah. are doubling down on draft prospects. And so that, to answer your question, they're clearly um, – I, th- I don't think the Luke Jackson interest was real. And they're clearly doubling down on a rebuild, getting more young players into the club instead of just a one superstar at pick two. They're, they're trying to get – they're trying to double down on picks eight and 12. If yeah. that super trade goes through, I don't – I don't reckon West Coast are coming out on top with that. They're losing Junior Rioli, so you know, look at that how you want to look at it in terms of his form last year. But potentially, he can be a very good player in a good team. They get a couple of picks. One of them's outside the top ten. They had pick two. Only time will tell what pick two is versus eight and twelve. Is it the right yep. thing? But they they're losing they're using pick two and Junior Rioli for two future uh, for two firsts and then some future seconds and thirds. I don't know how that goes, but again, it's going to be a wait and see one. Maybe um, because West Coast window is so closed of, of premiership, like if Luke Jackson did end up on West Coast, like he's five years away from being on a team that's competing for a premiership, right? So I guess it makes sense for West Coast not to take him if they're thinking, well, we're not anywhere near where we want to be. What's the point in giving up? something like that big if we're not going to be able to utilize yeah, but um, he's his 20, skill. Whereas he's, he's 21 years old. Um, yeah. He's not going to develop into a full-time Ruckman if that's what he becomes until he's 24, 25, 26. So that is kind mm. of in the window that you'd want yeah, that true. to happen. So he's not going to he's not going to win free or flag next year. They might win the flag next year. Flagman on batchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. <laughs> but uh, like, I don't know if if you know if he does it next year so he probably needs some time to develop into the play he's going to be but again it doesn't actually matter does it really yep yeah um, um let let's yep. step away from footy for a sec i feel like you got your shelter footy cast fix just there because you like to go you know that was that was you at shelter footy cast level i reckon mm, talking sorry. picks and things like no no that's good you, you need to get it out and, and you know we're all footy fans um i want to go back to lot things that we we're talking about last week and that was yeah. um some cheating in sport now um I'm not sure if you've seen um, some cricket cheating that happened uh, yesterday. Sorry, you're just having uh, a, a, a hotel hall, hallway just going off with kids apparently. Are there? <laughs> um, so there was some cheating in cricket yesterday, which we will get to in a second. But I want to give you a quick update on Hans uh, Neiman or alleged, Nyman. Alleged, 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 alleged. Sorry, alleged cheating. Um, so he enters a chess tournament last week sometime and. Every competitor had to go through metal detectors and got scanned with one of those wand things that you see at the airport. Now, apparently, um, Hans is the only one that got the wand swipe on his backside. So (laughs) 
they're swipe <laughs> they're doing um the the one thing to check for any metal for some reason i guess like you know a pacemaker or something or some sort of vibrating device that could t- t- uh, show you a pacemaker. to pacemaker if, if he has a pacemaker attached to his heart and he's getting cheating signals to his heart <laughs> fucking good luck to you seriously good luck so, to you so you see the video he walks in and then he turns around and the guy with the white the one swipey thing is like literally swiping his butt um and look <laughs> so it was anal beads it was anal beads there's no there's no way around this that's what he was using clearly well, he didn't in this instance he didn't have them i don't know how he's doing in that tournament but he did get checked for it that's that's true i don't know what um anal beads are made yeah, out of sure, usually yeah. Yeah, yeah. um so matthew wade um cricket did you yes. see this so australia t20 v england mm. he uh absolutely skies one so he's on strike hits the like gets a bit of a bouncer tries to pull it it goes straight up in the air, so it's yeah. still up in the air in the area of the pitch. Wade does this thing where he pretends like he's looking around, like "Where's the ball? Where's the ball?" And in doing that, he sees the bowler who's who's going up for the catch, who's going to be right underneath it, and sort of like stiff arms him away from the ball so that he can't catch it. Mm. I don't know how. I don't know if there's any ramifications. I mean, a lot of people are talking about it online, but. This is blatant cheating as like since Sandpaper Gate, honestly. You, you literally oh, just pu- settled down. You, pu- <laughs> you pushed the guy out of the way so he couldn't catch and get him out. And they and England lost that game. Well, England lost because they were shit, not because they didn't take a catch of Matty <laughs> Wayne. This is not cheating, Daniel, and you know it's not. And don't, you don't say think that's cheating? Oh, what is it then? It's certainly not in line with taking a, a sheet of sandpaper out in the field and <laughs> sanding back a ball, mate. Okay, Look, maybe that hey, was too far. Hey, is Matty Wade bending the rules a little bit? Is he sort of, you know, playing on the edge? Yeah, yeah, he is. But I, I think in terms of rating up playing on the edge, I think sandpaper in pocket is well over. Okay. Yes, Putting so. arm across bowler as he tries to catch. Yeah, you could see his eyes, and in slow motion, mate. It's as I say with footy incidents. It's always very easy sitting on the on the pine on the uh, couch, having a couple of shelters uh, or a yep. couple of whippersnappers, thinking, "Oh, well, that's easy." But it would happen in fast motion. Play on. He hasn't been charged, has he? Surely not, unless you're fucking no. in charge of it. <laughs> I just like to st- stay by the rules, and I didn't like that bit at all. Not one bit. Um, just to finish off this little bit here, we do have a grand final coming up, Dan. And no, it's not mm-hmm. the AFL. No, it's not the netball. No, it's not the basketball. No, no, no it's not the cricket. Not it's AFLW. Not the, it's not the soccer. Um, what it's is it? It's not volleyball. What is it? Uh, it is our mascot, best worst grand yes. final. Now, yes. look, I know we've, we've, te- we've uh, what's the word? Teased Forgot- you with it. <laughs> Forgotten. Forgotten. <laughs> no, teased. teased. I know we've teased ah. you with it for, for the last couple of weeks, but it is happening uh, well, right now, if you go online and look at it on our social pages, right now you can vote on it because it's being posted Monday evening. So it will still be live at the moment if you're listening to this on a Tuesday and that will determine the winner of the best worst mascot. Um, so it's between Grinder, the Fremantle Dockers man that has a giant square head, um, and uh, Moz Skeeter Reynolds, the Essendon Bombers big mosquito with the, with the long nose. Um I feel like I know who's going to win, but well, you know, uh, well, you know what? Like people vote on different things. It could be the way it looks. It could be the absolute despicable way that Moz Skeeter has been named because that's got to be one of the worst names you've ever heard. <laughs> uh, Grinder not doing too well there. We'll see who wins, but the winner mm-hmm. gets a back chat pack or AKA yes. 
a backpack. That's right. Backpack. Back chat. Backpack uh, is going to be loaded with. Uh, it may not be a physical backpack, but there will be. It'll be lo- if it is. It'll be loaded with our sponsors' stuff. Uh, we'll be getting yep. all our stuff in there. If we can fit a house in there from Dean Bradley, we will do so. Um, but yep. the grand final is this weekend. Uh, sorry, this week on socials. Jump on there. Vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you enter with your email address uh, either through the stories, through our link in bio, or through our website backchatpodcast.com.au for your chance to win a backpack. It's going to be a Love giant it. random draw of any anyone who's entered that at the end of it all. And what does, the, what does the winner of the worst mascot get? What are we awarding the winner, Dan? So Grinder or Moz? Yeah. Maybe just a, I don't know. Maybe we, a, maybe we should shelters. try and track down the actual people that were inside the mascots and have a quick chat to them. That could be good on back chat. Yep. Keen for that. Keen for that for sure. Um, in the pack, there's going to be these. Uh, I'm just looking at one now. There's the oh, Margaret yeah. River roasting hats. Oh. They're very good. Like in terms of like companies with merch, they have very good merch. We're going to chuck in a Margaret Roasting cap and also a Margaret Roasting keep cup because they yep. are elite. I've got one right here. Oh. I used it this morning for coffee. It is the best keep cup I've ever used in my life. Legit. I'm not just saying that because they're one of our sponsors. It is a very, very good keep cup. And I did hear something the other day at a cafe where someone was like, uh, talking about, the, oh, I forgot my keep cup. And then this lady goes, yeah, well, come January, if you forget your keep cup, you won't be able to get a coffee because... Apparently in WA, they're outlawing takeaway cups. Holy now, I don't know shit. how true that is, but you may need a Margaret River Keep Cup. So put your so name in if the you want one, the only one way to get one is to enter backchatpodcast.com.au. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. let's move it on to something we like to call this. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I butchered the sound because I'm – here we go. You said it, we read it. I'm pushing the buttons today and I pushed the wrong one. Of course you did. Uh, was it you send it, we read it? Is that right? Yeah, it was. Okay, did you did good. you not hear it? No, I'm not hearing any of it, but that's fine. That's why I was sitting here like a stunned mullet. If you send us an email, we'll read it. That's right. Backchat Podcast. Sorry. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. If you want to send us an email, we'll get through it. Give us some talking points. Uh, it does make me think, off the top of this, brought to you by, of course, Leadable Cameras. Um, if you mention Backchat or tell them Scoey said, hey, you get 20 bucks off a person, one person, one purchase only, but that does happen. They sell cameras, they sell cords, they sell lighting, they sell they sell everything, I think. Yeah, they well, do. I hope so. Drones. Anyway. Yeah, drones. it's correct. I always go on about the drones because they're cool. But it just makes me think. Now, I don't know if there's any emails on the back of it today, but I did want to mention at the top of the podcast, which I forgot about, but I want to speak about now. If mm. you would like to be a correspondent, uh, a back chat roaming reporter. We see roaming Charlie out there, live, you know, live roaming reporter speaking to the people. But if you yep. would like to bring us content from other sporting worlds, we are hiring. What are we paying? Nothing. Uh, what will you get from it? Probably endless pride in knowing that you've done some great work um, that's produced for other people that want to listen to it. That's probably what's on offer right now. But we are yep. hiring, Dan. That's right. Um, all you need to do is email us, and the email is hello at backchatpodcast.com.au, where you can also email, you send it, we read it. Um, Dan, I'm going to get into this and start reading, but I believe there was uh, our first correspondent message from somebody uh, that I can't see it in you send it, we read it, which may, tells me that it was either sent on social media or some other realm. Because I can't, or, or you have taken it off this run sheet, but I really want to start and read that out while we're doing you send it, we read it. So, is there a potential you could try and find that for me, Dan? Yep. Uh, you, you read the first one, and Thank I'm going to find you this email. 
This is brought to you by Leadable Cameras down at Oxford Street. Leadable, go see the guys down at Lidio, uh, uh, down at Leadable uh, Cameras. Lidio runs the joint down there. So just mention Backchatter Scope for 20 bucks off. Now, let's get into it. Bo P, hi, lads. Love the pod. Read the cheating segment. Okay, this is relevant. Just spoke about it. Um, the poker hand between Robbie and Garrett was insane. This isn't to do with the uh, cheating via uh, the heart or other measures of vibration. This is to do with uh, the young lady that took on the pro. Lady. That ended up folding and and kind of, uh, you know, people thought she was cheating. So continuing on with the email, the reason people believe she was cheating is because she calls his all in with Jack High. So she could have played it off as a hero call. But after the hand, she says, I thought you had ace high. So I called. This would have had her way behind. So it makes no sense because she would have lost anyway. 100% cheating. Had to have been getting info from uh, producing chairs. Okay. Well, that's what what Bo says. So Right. There you go. Um, did you find what I'm asking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've got someone about the NHL. That's yeah. that's the one, right? Yep, yeah. I've got it in front of me. Okay. Um, why don't you read it to me? Because it'll just keep bugging me. Because because this is what I'm talking about for correspondence. If you follow a sport and you know it better than Dan and I, we'll take you on board. You can correspond. And I think this is our, I think this is our NHL correspondent. Please yeah. go, Dan. So, and to be honest, there'll be people that know about every sport better than us. G'day back chatters. As a WA expat now residing in Canada, I'd like to apply for the position of NHL correspondent for Backchat Media. Hired, hired, hired. I know this is a posi- this position doesn't exist yet, but would be some great off-season sports news to follow. Ice hockey obviously does not have a huge popular sport back at home, but I think a lot of AFL fans in particular would enjoy it if they had an introduction to it. Very true. Okay. There are 32 teams in the league, so a full introduction might take a little too much time. But I thought I would give it a small breakdown on a few teams and stories to watch out for this year and follow along with. Okay, nice. so this is this is me doing it for uh, Elliot here. Thank you, so, Elliot. Nathan Walker, St. Louis Blues. Are they the St. Louis Blues in there or is it Louis? I don't know. Mm, I've already butchered why, it. That's why we're not NHL. So Nathan Walker is the lone Aussie in the league. Made a bit of a name for himself last season with his first career hat-trick and played a bottom six role for a playoff team. He would be a great guest for the pod. Yes, he would. Write that one down. Uh, The Philadelphia Flyers went from uh, cup contenders to 29th in the league last year. Holy shit. Fired their coach and hired the equivalent of Mick Malthouse to change the culture (laughs) of the team this year. Wow. Very good. So that's the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, probably my favorite team name, won the Stanley Cup last year, looked to be starting a a dynasty with their best players all locked under contract for the next six to eight years. Consider them like a Richmond circa 2017. Sounds like Like if we're going to get on a winner, we're going to support. Who was that? That was the Avalanches. Okay, Colorado. Arizona Coyotes, the worst franchise in the league. Uh, Closest to... uh, the worst franchise in the league, closest to being moved. Consider them North Melbourne without yep. the history. They're yep. playing in a university stadium this year with a capacity of 5,000 people. Holy Love that. Okay. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers. It just, <laughs> this doesn't sound like a team name. Uh, a team on the rise led by Connor McDavid, the best player since Wayne Gretzky. Um, he is like Gary Ablett Jr. at his peak. He won league MVP in 2016-17 in his second year and has dominated the league from then on. What a guy. Um, can he add this... Uh, can he add to his trophy cabinet and continue to challenge for goat status? Oh, that that I could be on the Oilers. Edmonton sound, Oilers, yeah, yeah. Could get around Conor McDavid, and uh, finally the Toronto Maple Leafs, the largest of all NHL teams, the center of the hockey universe. They have Austin Matthews on track to become the greatest U.S.-born hockey player of all time. Wow, uh, they are perpetual chokers and have not made it past the first round of playoffs since two thousand and four. Classic case of the Collywobbles for Toronto. 
Ooh. Love that. Uh, hopefully these mini breakdowns pique your interest and you follow along with the league. If you want some more coverage and a weekly wrap-up or so, uh, also, uh, let me know. Thanks, Elliot. Yeah, I think that's do. very good, Elliot. Yeah, absolutely do. I think we should ply our trade to NFL a little bit and, and mix yep. that in with AFL news as well. So if so you do N- want to... NFL yeah. as well would like... You're happy for a bit of an NFL rap from someone? Absolutely. I'm happy for yeah. a squash rap, seriously. I, like, yep. you, want to, you want to give us a sport, you want to talk about it. I reckon we'll... Look, we, 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 do, we, we say, we send it, we read it. So I, I, can't even, I can't even say what I was going to say, which is if you send it and it's a bit shit, we won't read it. We're going to have to. You, you yeah. send it, we read it. As we continue <laughs> right. on, uh, Phil writes in. G'day, Phil. Nice to hear from you again. G'day, fellas. Cricket season is here and we could have the next Ricky Ponting right under our Oof. nose. Okay. There's a, there's a young Mandra lad. Where the fuck? I, I, surely Mandra's that small. He's probably within 500 metres of me right now. <laughs> and he's got a great name, Teague Wiley. That is yeah. great. Who was Love just that. cracked into the WA Shield side in his third Shield game. He has just made his first 100, becoming the youngest player to do so since Ricky Ponty. That's Huge. a great feat in itself, but there's more. Teague was also a member of the drought-breaking Shield-winning side. His second game, Skeeter. Keep a close eye on this kid and his young Rockingham Mandra district teammate, Corey Wasley. Wesley? Yeah, Wasley. Yeah, Big Bash Cold here, Hero. We'll tell him. Yeah. Big Bash Cold Hero, Craig Simmons, could be a popular guest for the cricketing world. Great initiative in driving the blood donations. I'm currently up to donation 30 myself. Fuck, Philip. Very good. Number one, it's for a great cause. Number two, you can finish up with a beef. Traveler's pie and a Nippy's ice chocolate. You can't beat a Nippy's ice chocolate. I'll take that every day of the year over a foff. Keep up the great work. That's from Phil. Thank you, Phil. He is speaking in relevance to uh, a bit of a blood donation drive, just a little one. If you don't want to do it, certainly not going to force it down anyone's neck. But uh, my brother diagnosed with cancer earlier this year. He's doing a blood donors, new 1,000 blood donors. He's trying to drive through Lifeblood uh, Australia. So if you do want to join that, the team is Team Long Live Jace Nelson. All the links are on our socials and on our website if you want to join up to that. But thank you very much, Phil. Very good. Was there any questions? No. Once again, though, cricket. No, the newest Ricky Ponting. Great. Yeah, great. Let, tell uh, us more about him. Thank you. Josh, uh, this is from Josh Grace. Oh, no. I, oh, it's his name. I didn't read his email, but I can say Josh. Yep. Thank you. He says, please don't read my email address out loud. No worries, Josh. We won't. <laughs> I, was, I thought it said name. I was like, oh, no, Josh. I've absolutely caught you. <laughs> G'day, Scoey, Dan, Charlie, and Butty, in case he's there. He is not here, but. Soon. Very soon. soon soon mm-hmm. apologies for the lack of underscores in my email account apology accepted i did change my instagram handle to g underscore i won't going to finish that off just in case you want to protect yourself there as well josh spelling out the underscore oh uh, that's right it's g underscore and then he spelt it you got it dan mm. might like that did you like it dan loved it bloody there, loved it there was a bit of criticism for you dan i might just pause you in the email that uh the bat new back chat podcast uh that you're running uh, the actual username has gone backchat underscore podcast. Ah, uh, sorry, backchat underscore basketball instead of, of course, backchat basketball double underscore. Perhaps you're missing an underscore there, mate. No, I do what I want. It's my show. Long time <laughs> listener, first time emailer. Absolutely whack. Very good. I think that it was the fur um, that it was awesome how you highlighted Lifeblood Australia and all the heroes that donate. Would like to give a shout out to my local Lifeblood Centre in Bunbury, just up the road from Shelter. The staff at Life uh, Lifeblood Bunbury are amazing. And for me, uh, who is not in a financial position to donate money to charities by no- donating blood, plasma, or platelets, 
you are helping someone who might not survive without this donation. I would like to encourage anyone who is able to go and donate to help save lives. Exceptional stuff there, Josh. Just Very don't good. even Love listen that. to me. Listen to Josh. Also, yeah. more of a fanboy statement. My first game of AFL I saw was Gold Coast v West Coast 2014 at Subiaco where I was witness to one Will Schofield perform a Houdini act by spinning <laughs> out of a tackle backwards and firing off a pass out of full back. This was the game where Gov kicked the goal from the goal line with a few minutes left to win the game. Thanks for an amazing podcast. No worries, I think Gracie. you've showed me that highlight before. I looked. I can't remember. There's, there's <laughs> no, so there's, many. Well, one. I think I've watched your highlight reel a few times, and you've you've pointed that one. You love that one. The spinning out of the tackle in, in the back line. It's happened it's quite a favorites. few times, so you, you may be confused with maybe another time happened. Um, it's quite it's quite a long highlight reel too. Aaron McKay, g'day, as how are you, mate? Hi, gents. Will, listening to the potty yesterday, I've sent the details over to the... This is great. This mm. is great. People Life getting blood, around it. Yes, Lifeblood Teams managers here in WA. Dave and the crew should be able to help you and your brother easily grow the team to a 1,000. Unfortunately, I don't have any snip stories to share. Very good, Aaron. Thank you for sharing with the guys Go over get one, at Lifeblood. And, and write about it. I'm actually missing I'm missing some snip stories. I haven't given a reminder of late, but if you do have a snip story and you know what that is, please send them through. We like to make Dan a little bit uh yeah, a little bit weirdly. Would you like as, to read as, this one, Dan? Yeah, as Damo did say, um the segment will be called You Snip It, We Read It. Um, Very good. Very so good. we will in, in, introduce that. Uh this is from Ben. Um sorry, someone's right. who messages people on on Instagram? I mean on um LinkedIn. My phone keeps buzzing with inst- the LinkedIn messages. I can't even speak. Ben are get, Partington. Are you getting, are you getting um, job getting offers poached. from? Yeah, I think so. Uh, hi guys. With all the talk about player movement and the detrimental effect it can have on the weaker clubs, I was wondering what you guys thought of this as a possible solution. Okay. Uh, firstly, I'm a huge West Coast fan, and I much prefer the idea of supporting a core group of players that remain loyal to the one club, striving for a premiership. Uh, whilst acknowledged there will always be understandable reasons why a player may desire to leave a club, opportunities, family reasons, better KFC options, um, <laughs> etc. You know what? Just quick sidebar, in the eastern states of Australia, yes. KFC doesn't have hot and spicy. They don't that's, offer that as, a, as an option. So if, you, if you're if you an AFL player out there and you're listening to this and you love KFC, WA has hot and spicy all the time. Anyways. What's up? Um, uh, I'm also a big supporter of a more even competition. I like the way the draft system is set up with the team finishing last receiving the first pick and believe the tanking issue is overblown. However, I do dislike these arbitrary concessions given by the AFL for long-term poor performance a la North this year. Yeah. I agree. How about on top of the draft order being set up as it is, the teams also receive salary cap concessions based on the order they finish. Say, for example, the base salary cap is $4 million. Um, I'm making up numbers. I don't know what the actual number is. Then each team could receive, say, an extra two, uh, twenty. 20 oh, two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand, for example, based on where they finish for that year to help lure a free agent. So the team that finishes first in the home away season can only use the base four million, and the team that finishes second, and so on and so on, um, all the way up to eighteenth. I actually like that. I mean, you could tinker around with the edges, obviously, on the amount, etc., but it would help uh, decentivize good players wanting to play for the best clubs. The main downside I can see is people will raise the tanking issue again, potentially. However, it could be used in conjunction with, or perhaps as a standalone alternative, with loyalty bonuses for sticking with the, the one club outside of the salary cap. Uh, this would mean handsome and loyal players such as Will Schofield would have had received extra payments he deserved. What do you think? Um, I've never heard of Backchat and I'm unfamiliar with its content. Kind regards, Ben. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That was just the end part of the email. Can what I, the? What the? F- what is happening right now? Um, uh. can I just just chime in with the um, with the extra money for uh, loyal yeah. players? Is that a thing off the bat? Like can, you, can can so can clubs um, offer players who have played for their team more money than other clubs? Uh, no. Oh, uh, uh, as in. So oh, so for instance, understand. like I, I love taking it to basketball, of course. Um, in the NBA, right? Oh, no, if you want, no, no, there's no. Yeah, uh, so you can offer someone like an extra twenty million dollars franchise tag. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that should I think that should exist. It doesn't. Um, I mean, the issue with the proposal here, which was a really well-written article, Ben, I mm-hmm. appreciate it, uh, would be, for instance, um, contracts last more than one season, right? And so yep. it would become difficult and, and confusing when a North Melbourne rebuilds their list to become competitive and they have all these concessions from years gone by and players are sort of... The salary cap would True. be very difficult to maintain because... Okay, you have five shit years in a row, and then you've got like all these different players on heaps more money, and then you become good, and then what your salary cap goes back down. I think you'd probably just more. yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but like you could change the wording instead of talking about salary cap, it would be like just bonuses, and they sit outside the salary cap, and it would be like draft bonus concessions or draft salary concessions, and you'd have to like they'd be compulsory use, like you'd have to pay a bonus to a player in trade period, for instance, like you'd have to. Yep. Pay you have to spend it. Like end of yeah. financial year, you have to but, spend but, money. But we are missing in the AFL, you know, like marquee player status, um, franchise tag status. We are missing those sort of movement things. And, you know, I'm probably not the greatest expert on all of that. I do think overall um, we are risking losing um, an evenness in competition, which I might add is the almost the main driver of most levers that are pulled within the AFL is to equalise the competition, whether it be yep. through travel, through fixture, through trade, through salary cap, all of it is to equalise the competition. And the way it is now, it's, it, it makes more sense to go and play for a good team. And so in a trade period, Geelong it makes sense to go there and then, you know, it's, it's easy to move there. So why wouldn't you like, why, why would you go and play for North Melbourne? So I don't know what it is. I don't know the solution, but I do think you're onto something there, Ben, and appreciate the email. That's all it. That's it for you. Send that we read it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to move on to fines. I'm feeling fine. Yes. Dean Bradley, local real estate man in a Western suburbs. Yes. Dan's got the bloody got, baton. What is it? I finally gavel. Do you feel good? Does it feel powerful in your hand? Yeah, very. Yeah. I really want to hit something with it, but I don't want to break oh, it. I'm just you're there by yourself, tap. so don't hit yourself. No. Ooh, that's quite loud. Very go. good. Sorry. Fines in session. Um, Dino, as we've mentioned, is matching fines for the season, so we'll, we'll raise an amount of money and we'll start doing some activations after I get back from Mandra with some of our charities. Our mm-hmm. three big ones for the year have been uh, have been Sabre. Men's Talk, Sabre, and Socket to Sarcoma. Men's Talk's mm-hmm. got some big events coming up, so we'll get around them. Socket to Sarcoma, we're going to get around them. And Sabre, of course, a dog charity here in Perth. We'll be looking after them. And we're putting on the back of this the lifeblood stuff. So if you do want to donate to uh, uh, to well, people who need it around Australia, Team Long Live Jace Nelson, just go to my.donateblood.com.au, create account. You can find all of that in our links, in our bio. Jump on there. My brother, Jace, uh, is trying to get 1,000 new donors, and we've had quite a few new sign-ups, as we heard earlier awesome. in the show. <sighs> Fines in session. Let's go. No rebuttals, no replies. Find yep. you, mate. Find us. Find yourself. Get it done. 
or be like Stephen Carney and find his wife. Stephen has tuned in. First find of the day, $5.50 to his wife in 2020. See, like, this is this is what finds is about. Not only has he not forgotten something from 2020, he has, he has the balls to find his wife here on a public show. I mean, we bloody love it. In 2020, yep. we had a talk about how many kids we should have. Maybe we do have a snip story here. She said four. <laughs> I said three, seeing that we already have two. We figure out the best time to try so when our baby is born, our eldest son would be four and our youngest son would just turn two. Wow, popping them out. I love the planning. Yeah. We try and succeed. We go for the scan and boom, identical twin girls. Fine is one, <laughs> $1 per kid, 50 cents per pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, great. That's, oh, that's very well done. good. Unlucky, unlucky, Steve. There you go. $5.50 to your beautiful wife. Adam Brown finds the AFL, $100. Now, Adam, <laughs> as much as I would like to find the AFL, it means we're, we're gonna, I'm going to rip you back to $1, unfortunately. And this all goes back to one of the episodes with Sam Butler, and he mentioned in an Adelaide game that one of their defenders lost their mind. That would be Nathan Bassett, by the way. Yep. Anyways, I emailed the AFL chasing a copy of that game. Holy shit. Okay, here we go. Please read the emails for evidence for uh, our fine worthiness. I can already tell you before I read this email that this is worthy of more than a $1 fine. So I'm going to bump it to $5. My email. Hey there, my name is Adam Brown. The reason for this email is that I'm chasing the video footage replay of the game West Coast versus Adelaide round 17, 2006. I have trawled through YouTube and checked the AFL app but can't seem to find the video. I contacted the West Coast Eagles and they told me that the AFL owns the copyright and so the club couldn't give me the video. Hmm, I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to contact the club about this. I was also I was hoping that the AFL itself has a dusty vault with CDs, DVDs, VCR recordings of old games. If so, I would love the replay. Thanks, Adam. Okay, so that, I mean that's a reasonable request right there. Great. Yeah. The reply. Hi, Adam. It's a very short reply. Thanks for your request. I will be. Oh, great. I will be able to provide you both of the matches. Amazing. I should let you know, however, the full match replays sent to you are $100 each. Can you please confirm if you're happy to proceed at that price and I will organize the matches to be sent to you? Cheers. I'm going to leave the name off. $100 each. That's outrageous behavior, AFL. Well, man at the AFL, I can confirm that we are not happy with that amount per price. Um, How about a dollar each? How about you give us a dollar each? That's rough. All right, what we need here, Backchat community, round 17, 2006, West Coast versus Adelaide. We need this mm-hmm. footage. Can you please send it to us, Backchat community? Could you imagine just the accounts lady at the AFL, right? How much, what's the turnover at the AFL? Millions, oh, a, right? A lot, a lot, mate. Millions. They just, well, they just, did a, they just did a TV rights deal for billions of dollars. So Exactly. And so some accounts person at, at the AFL is writing an invoice to, what's this chap's name, Adam, for $100. Come on, AFL. Yeah, That's it's yeah, tough behaviour. We're going yeah. to find that. We're going to get that footage for free and I'm going to absolutely rub it in the AFL's face. Nick, Low- and then we'll probably get copyrighted and trademarked. And yeah. pulled off <laughs> yeah. Nick Lowry uh, writes in a fine for Jack Redden, $2. $1 for constantly covering his face with hand gestures with the new camera angles. Thank you, Nick. I agree. Probably our fault, but let's put yeah. it on Redo. $1 for retiring while he still looks 14. Surely there's more left in the body. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Nick's followed up with Fair. another pod, another fine for Backchat Podcast. Okay, I'm going to read this one out, but I don't know if you're going to love this, Nick. $2. Please confirm that it is a West Surfing logo on the new podcast desk. 
did you flog it from a verge side rubbish collection outside of city beach store please advise required dimensions and other requirements allowances for mic stands cable management etc and i will make you a desk not oh. committing well just wait not committing to when and it will just be made out of normal wood rather than recycled skateboards but i can do it if needed Oh, there's a lot to unpack here. Okay, Nick, I know that there's no rebuttals or replies, but I'll just I just need to add a bit of context. Two dollar fine, mm-hmm. we will take that on board. Yes, sure. it is a yes, it is a West Surfing logo, uh, and yes, it wife, is sick. Yes, it is good. No, we did not get it from Verge Side Collection. It is the original boardroom table from the original West Surfing. So, if you could be more West Australian, I don't know if you could. Uh, we've got our hands on it. I won't say how how we have. If you want to do mm-hmm. a little bit of research, you don't. You know, you want to just maybe have a look at my family tree, perhaps. I think you'll find how the West Surfing is, in fact, attached to it. And, Dan, do we want a bloody new desk? Yeah. I mean, um, yes. How could you say no to a desk? <laughs> well, you almost did. You didn't sound very excited. You know what, Nick? Make us a table. We'll send you the dimensions. dimensions. Sounds bloody <laughs> no, excellent. No dumb. Yeah, that's right. And I'll Keep work on that. Dan's excitement levels. Finn <laughs> sends in a $2.50 fine. Uh, I'll find Dan a dollar for not being excited about a new desk. Uh, next <laughs> next fine, $2.50. Finn signs in um, for not signing up to Backchat back Patreon sooner. He's finding himself. Okay. Side note, long-time listener, first-time finer. <laughs> Very good. I've just heard your recent podcast where you talked about your brother and his fight with cancer and his mission to get 1,000 donors of lifeblood. This brought back memories of my father who caught, uh, fought cancer for the past three years. Unfortunately, he lost his battle about two months ago. Very, very sorry to hear that, um, Finn. Um, terrible news, mate. This has made me hit rock bottom, but he still helped others right till the end, and I want to continue his legacy of helping others. So I've signed up for the team, Long Live Jason Nelson team. Amazing. For, for Lifeblood Donor Team, I personally want to find myself 10 cents per mil of blood I donate and send it to you guys to pass on to the chosen charities. Ah, man, Finn, that's fucking what exceptional stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we get stuff sent through to the podcast that uh, stops me on tracks a little bit. That is one of them. Finn, mm. you're a fucking legend, mate. Legend. Well done. <laughs> Nick Lowry, you've, you've come back for more. $2 fine, Dan Const. I will not say no to that. Not calling the Backchat Basketball Instagram page Backchat Basketball double underscore. Only one underscore and it's in the wrong place. No reply, Dan. $2. You've already replied. Shut up. <laughs> Jason finds Mark Skeeter Reddings $5 after calling members of the Waffle on numpties who talk, <laughs> yes. or who talk crap and asking himself why he reads it all on the pod prior to the Waffle Grand Final. He then got on the Spears Saturday night, woke up Sunday morning and made his initial post. Head wobbling with excitement and having a crack at everyone, including his ex-colleague, John Townsend. This went as well as you'd expect. Fine for every $1 per head wobble as he posted. Love that. That's unreal. We spent a lot of time just reading the comments on it. Love it. It's good. Mate, Mark Reddings, who doesn't use social media, just goes on and turns a Facebook group upside down with, with some of his comments. It's very good. Two to go. Big Kev makes an appearance. Hello, Big Kev. $2.50. Another big night out for Big Kev that consisted of one too many beers. He binned it literally. Hosted a cocktail night for his uni group. Went to empty the bin. Thought the best way to do so would be to get on top of the skip bin and lift the rubbish in that way. Ended up in the skip bin, covered in bin juice. Nice expensive white shirt is now yellow and nice expensive pants now have a tear in them. $2.50 Big Kev. Even if they're Who getting made up, man? well, even if they, I'd love to speak to Big Kev, if there is a way that we can speak to him, please get in contact with the show. Uh, you can send it in via how you do the fines, which is on backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash fines. 
Ethan Rudd finds Dan. This is the last one. $5, a big whopping one for having the balls to say, we don't care about that when asking the back chat opener on the basketball pod. Grow a set if you want to be the main man. What's he talking about, Ethan? I'll give you a... A, Do you give me a right of reply here? Yeah, I do. So on the first step... But you'll be fine $5 regardless. Yeah, that's fine. On the first episode of the Backchat Basketball Show, which you can find, just search for it, um, we had John Rilly, the Perth Wildcats head coach. And part of the interview, like it's not a full Backchat interview, but we did dive into some of his history and stuff. I did say to him, hey, look, the first question we always ask people is what, you know, your greatest sporting achievement, not on the basketball court, right? Okay. Um, And, but I didn't say to him, like, you know, I know all the things you've done. I don't care. Right, so Ethan's yeah. having a go at me for not having the balls of the of, pussy, yeah. Yeah. of doing the Will Schofield shtick, but you know it's not it's not a back chat show. We do things. Okay. A little I just bit wanted context. No, I didn't want. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to, um, excuse. <laughs> I just wanted context. In. I've heard I the context. It's a fair fine. Five dollars. You've been a pussy. You should have told him you don't care because <laughs> that's the whole point of it. Uh, Backchat double underscore. That's the end of it. You know where to find us on socials. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Hopefully you've enjoyed the episode from Mandra. It's been fun. Thanks for signing up on Patreon. We're going to hang around and chat to our patrons. So if you want to hear what we have to say, here's a little back-end teaser. We're going to have a chat to our patrons just after this. Thanks to our supporters, our sponsors, Whippersnapper, uh, the makers of the best whiskey in the world, Margaret River Roasting Co., Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co., Leadable Cameras, and of course, Dean Bradley. VIP codes for patrons across with those guys. Backchatpodcast.com.au All the gear. Let's chat, patrons. Let's go. 